Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Okay, everybody good? Because you got to know this stuff because it's important. Because if you don't know, if I don't know I got a right to it, how can I stand for it? Does that make sense? If I don't know I'm supposed to have it, why would I, how, you know, you, does that make sense? If I don't know it's mine, how am I going to fight to keep it? A lot of people don't know what God wants them to have. I'm on this thing today. Listen to me. A lot of people don't know what God wants them to have. God got a bad rap. Well, God's trying to teach me something. No, no, no. God's putting me through. No, no, no. God's trying, no, no, no. God is a good God. And he wants the blessing on your life in every area of your life. And he wants good things for you. He don't want no bad things for you. God wants good things. Amen. And if God, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways of doing things ain't your way of doing things. I got a higher mindset. That don't mean you're goofy or you don't understand. That just means the way you see you, God sees you a million times greater. Ain't that true? You know why? Because you one spirit with him. He who is with the Lord has become one spirit. So how in the world would God separate himself from you when you're in him? He ain't. So that's why God sees you the way he sees you. He don't see just you. He sees you in him. My God in heaven. Hey, you get that? So if I'm in him, no wonder why. He likes himself. So if he likes himself, he's going to bless him. Oh, he's blessing you. All right, read the Bible. And it shall come. I'm going to read it to you real quick. We're going to go quick because then we got to go, right? Deuteronomy. Now, when you read it, if you don't agree with it, just know you're wrong. Okay? There's a stipulation before I start reading in all due respect. When I read it and you hear it and you don't think it's for you, you don't, you're wrong. It's for you. So just say, if God wants me to have it, look at your neighbor and say, if God wants you to have it, take it. If God wants you to have it, look at your neighbor. God wants you to have it. Take it. Uh, this, I don't know if I like this. Well, read the Bible. You're going to see it's more than just what you think. Deuteronomy 28. So come to the house if thou shalt hearken diligently in the voice of the Lord. Right there. You got to listen to God. I'm going to do what I want to do. Well, then your, your reward is called problems. Hey, look at me. Everybody pay attention. It ain't going to take that long. I'll keep you like, Santa, just know. In about a half hour, you can have the floor, all right, Santa? I'm just letting Santa know. Santa's in the building somewhere for all the kids. Santa's in the building. Amen? All right. I'm just making sure Santa knows because he got to get slaying reindeer and work it all out. Santa don't got GPS yet. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken Everybody say, hearken diligently in the Lord. That means you got to listen to the word. Yeah, okay. And observe to do all his commandments. Keep going. Here we go. Angela, we're going to make time. Which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God, stop. It, now, this is God's idea. Set you on high above all the nations of the earth. You say, no, that's for, that's for Abraham. No, that's for you. That's for you. That's the blessing that Abraham got you by his faith, and he gives you, Mike, this is so messed up. He gives you his faith to take his blessing and put it on your life. This is idiot proof if you just do what I'm telling you. <laughs> now, I'm not being mean. You understand? I'm talking to myself. I'm so whacked out. God's like, look, bro, I'm going to give you Abraham's faith and Abraham's blessing, and all you basically got to do is just accept it, and I'll give it to you. Did you get this? You reading the Bible? 
set you high above all the nations of the earth. Whose idea was that? To set who high? Who? You. Above the nations of the earth. That's God's idea. Don't you think God sees you a lot better than you've been acting? Yes, he does. You better take it. Look at Above all the nations of the earth, look at this. Keep going. Woohoo! I feel the Holy Ghost. And all these blessings to come on thee. What, what blessings? He going to tell you about every one of them. All these blessings shall come on thee if you hearken diligently in the voice of the Lord because I want to set you high above the earth. You know what this does? Makes you want to instantly obey God. Because I'm tired of living without the blessing. How about you? Yeah. I'm telling you, God will force your conduct and character to change because of his promises and the blessing. Otherwise, you'll never grow because you don't care about it. No one will change unless there's a benefit to change. No one will. Show me why. Reward will always make you change. You say, well, reward ain't making me change. That's because you don't want it bad enough yet. But when you want it bad enough, you'll change. Oh, you'll change is right. You'll change. Because why? I, I don't want to live without. I'm, I'm talking about sanity in your head. I'm not just talking about stuff. Stuff wear out. I'm talking about peace. Right? Look at this. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord, die. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Woohoo! Come on, somebody. Watch this. Here we go. Watch it. Blessed thou shalt be in this city. Now, that ain't just blessed like God bless you, a chew. This is empower you to prosper in every. One of the words Hebrew is this blessing. He, he, he kind of braids you. Like, you know, like girls braid hair. Some guys maybe braid, got enough hair to braid. I don't. But. Right? You braid hair. When you tie it together, it becomes one cord, one strand. See that? You've been braided into the blessing. My God. It's God's idea. Okay? Now, just right. You blessed in the city. Blessed thou shalt be in the field. Blessed thou shalt be. Keep going. Watch this. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. So the fruit of your body is going to be blessed. The fruit of your ground is going to be blessed. Now, you got to say something. Cattle and and cane. And all this stuff, and, and flocks, you ain't got no flocks and sheep. A couple of you got some sheep in here, but you live in the woods. He's talking about your house, your storehouse, your wealth. He's talking about your 401K, your bank account. This is how they, do, this is how they did business back then. Your job, what you do. I don't care what you do for a living. You understand me? That thing's going to be a supply. You understand it? You better believe it. Increase in your house. You, you ain't going to run around with sheep. If you got sheep, he'll give you more sheep if you want sheep. I was in Texas. I went to school in Oklahoma, you know. There are cowboys all over the joint. I went one time. I said, man, how, how you work, man? One guy was from Wyoming. He goes, man, this guy's got a ranch. He's got like 5,000 head of cattle or something crazy. I said, what do you do all day? He said, ride around, make sure the ranch, the bob wire. and all. It was like boring. It sounded boring, you know. He said, no, man, I'm getting paid to do this. I said, Really? How many cattle you got? Yeah, like 100. He said, God, that's like 5,000. God will give you more. If that's how you do business, he'll give you more concrete. Concrete, if you got concrete, man, concrete come out the woods. Shutters come out of the woods. You understand me? You see what I'm saying? Increase promotion. They'll promote you at work. They won't even know why. They'll hire you from another company come try to get you something about you. All right, whatever. I'm telling you, they'll get you. I don't know why I want to do business with you, but I feel, yeah, I know why. I got favor. You got favor. You got to, but you got to start expecting the blessing. Well, here's the thing. Expecting it is no big deal as long as I know he wants me to have it. Expect it. 
Look what he said here. Keep going, verse 5. There's a lot to read. Blessed thou shalt be thy basket and thy store. That's your stuff. You break it down any way you want to break it down. You, are you pulling it in? He's talking to you. Watch. Blessed thou shalt be when you come. Blessed thou be when you go. Come on. Keep going. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee be smitten before your face. Now, remember when I, remember when I told you, man, you get nitwits that raise up enemies? Remember I told you, don't be my enemy? It's dangerous. I don't got no enemies in the world. You want to know why? They all get destroyed. So I say, you shouldn't say that, Pastor Chris. Too late. There's the Bible scripture I use. Why are you my enemy? You shouldn't have enemies. And if you want to be my enemy, my God will destroy you before my face. I just read the Bible, guys. See, you don't know nothing about the word of God. You ain't got no battle armor ready. You know the word of God. You're a dangerous person. Don't be my enemy. Why? Because last time I read Deuteronomy 28, 7 says, The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee be smitten before thy face. And you going out one way, you leaving seven. <laughs> See, that's the next time, next time the enemy tries to show, I'm talking about the devil. He uses goofy people. Don't be an enemy. How many got some enemies? You got some enemies? Well, be nice, but just tell, tell the Lord. I know what Deuteronomy 28, 7 says. That's why I'm a nice guy. You should be my friend. Hallelujah. Amen. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? God said he'll protect you against your enemies. Keep going. Eight. This is the Bible. Don't get mad at the Bible. The Lord shall command. Oh, my God in heaven. There's a commanded blessing. That means it's commanded. I command. He said he took man and commanded the blessing. He didn't just say, oh, be blessed. He commanded the blessing to be on your life. Are you getting this? Oh, he's in. Commanded. He didn't just say, oh, I'm God, and maybe you know it's a command this thing to be on. That shall be behind the storehouse, and all that set us thy hand to do. Everything you do, blessed. Your hands are blessed. Look at your hands. Look at your hands. Tell your hands, these hands are blessed. They do things other people's hands can't do. I'm telling you, oh, you talk like this, Pastor Chris. You out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. I'm in my spirit. You understand that? Because you got to get something here. The labor of life is words. The only, write this down. The only labor you got is words. Write it down. The only labor you got is words. You got to say the right words even when it hurts. Did you get that? I'm going to say what I want to say. You crazy. Don't say what you want to say. This is where the rubber meets the road. You feel this? I'm hitting this thing now. Go, go, to, go to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Okay? Y'all all right? Y'all having fun? Santa's coming, so everybody chill out. Go to Hebrews 1 and 1. God, who had sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, but now hath in these last days spoken to us by his son. That's Jesus, right? Son of God? Jesus? Whom he hath appointed heir of all things. So Jesus is the heir of everything. Correct? And Jesus is in you. So that makes you a joint heir. Remember you read that in the Bible, Ephesians said you joint heir? There it is right there. See, when you start believing the Bible, we're going to go places. Well, I don't look like I'm a joint heir. I know. That's why we got to start getting you to speak right. Just chill. You're a joint heir. He said this, whom whom hath appointed heir of all things. Jesus is heir of everything. By whom also the worlds were made. Not only was he heir of the world, he created the world. Don't get no better than this. You created the world, and now you heir of the world, and now we join heirs with you. We rule and reign like kings. That's Romans chapter 5, ain't it? 
right? Rule and reign like a king. Who's a king? You a king. King, you know what I know is crazy? It hit your life. It hit your life. You want to know what's funny? I was studying this out. I'll give it to you guys that pull. When Abraham met Melchizedek, he, he, he pulled, see, he was king of Salem or the king of righteousness. He had the blessing, but he got the combo pack of the priest and the king. He got it all. That's why in Revelation it says you're king and priest in the earth. I really believe this. I could be wrong theologically, but I'm probably right. I believe when he met Melchizedek, because Melchizedek came out of nowhere when Abraham basically gave tithe to him of the spoil, the kingly priesthood came upon him as much as the office of the priest. Now he's got it hardwired because New Testament church are kings and priests. There was only a few in the Old Testament. David was a king and a priest. You don't see many of them. They're either a king, they stand in the office of the king or the priest. But the New Testament church calls you kings and priests. That means you have the power to rule and reign spiritually and naturally to subdue the earth. Okay? That's another story in itself, but you need to pull on that because you got the office covered. Whom hath appointed heir of all things. By whom all, I say it the way I want to say it. That's good. I like it. It's true because when I said it, I caught it because you have to understand it. That's just as much a blessing on your life if you can receive what I just said because it makes sense why I understand and believe about me what I believe about me. You, not me, you. Because you understand you've been hardwired into the blessing. And you've been hardwired into the priesthood of having a mediator between heaven and earth. And that's what he says. He said, in times past I talked through the prophets, but now I talk to you through the son. That Bible on your lap is the most sure word of prophecy you got in your life. You understand what I just said? And Melchizedek, when Melchizedek, because it took the blessing. See, God, I understand something. I told him in the morning service, you better get ready for this. That's why the blessing went from lineage to lineage to lineage to lineage to lineage. That was, the whole thing's about the blessing of God. Okay, we're going to go there. Whom hath appointed heir of all things, by, the, by whom also he had made the worlds. Keep going, verse 3. You got to see this. Whom being the brightness of his glory in the express image of his person and upholding. You see this? Upholding all things by the word of his Power. Not the power of his word, but the word of his power. Now, did you get that? Not the power of his word, but the word of his power. You see it? So where's the power? It's in the word. So what happens when you keep the word in your mouth? You keep the power in the situation. You see it? He upholds all things by the word. You see it? What upholds everything? The word, not the power. The word. And God saw and said, and that word was made flesh. The word created whatever God spoke. Where's the power? It's in the word. That's why you got to look crazy and say what God says when nobody else is saying what God says, and all your nitwit friends are trying to talk you out of it. Well, I'm going to look funny. I'd rather look funny with Jesus than look real cool with the clowns. I got to call those things that be not as though they were. You see it? That's why it's the word of his power. The word upholds everything. Everything you see is temporal. Hello? Subject to change. Everything you say from the word of God is eternal. Woo, come on, somebody. You with me? This is important now because Deuteronomy talks about all that blessing. Where's the blessing? You got to keep it in your mouth through the word of God. You want to go back to Deuteronomy, we were at 28.8. You got to just see it, and then I'll leave you alone, and then y'all can go, 
have fun, but the word of his power. So why do I say what God says? Because if I don't say what God says, I can't enforce what God has. That's why you're confessing. The only labor you have as a New Testament believer is the labor of words. That's the only labor you got. Because the Bible says in Hebrews, you enter into rest. Faith enters into rest. So the only work I got is the work of words. That's the only work you got now, the work of words. You can't do it. What you going to do? You can't create it. You got to work. You got to speak it. That's why you talk over the kids. You don't talk with the, nobody say. You don't talk what the doctor said. You don't talk what nobody said. You talk what the Bible said. What you mean? You say what the Bible said. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were the smartest Hebrew kids in the whole land. Your kids will get bright. My, what, what your kids get? Tell your kids what to get in the grades. You're bright. You're brilliant. Lay hands on them jokers. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Well, then you ain't going to get it. You got to do it no matter what. Say and speak life. Jesus said life and death is in the power of the tongue. They that love will eat the fruit thereof. Say what the Bible said. Well, how long I got to say it till you see it? And when you see it, go on to the next project. The Lord shall command, man, a commanded blessing on your life. And all that I said is thy hand on the do. Keep going. Watch this. You're doing good. And he shall bless thee in the land the Lord gave you, powered you to prosper. Are you seeing this? Now you got to understand something. Now watch this. Now go with me to Luke chapter 1 because this is important. The whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation is about the blessing. Did you know that? The whole Bible. You say, Pastor Christian, you're just hot on this subject. No, I'm not. The whole Bible is about the blessing. And everything that you and I walk through is about keeping the blessing on your life. It's true. You understand me? That's what the blessing. See, the devil wants to take the blessing off your life because he's a loser. See, you, that's why you doubt yourself. And you don't believe in you sometimes. And you don't think you're the smartest one. You don't feel, I made wrong choices and wrong mistakes. And you don't feel like you're a champion. And you don't feel, nah, 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 nah. That's just the devil trying to get in your head and talk you out of the blessing. I'm blessed and highly favored. See what I'm saying? You, you're the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. You understand that? You understand what I'm saying? That's what the Bible says. That's what God said about you. What do your critics say about you? Man, tell your critics, shut up. And don't even tell your critics jack. Don't tell your critics nothing. You know what you do with your critics? Nothing. Leave them alone. You go dominate and show up. And when you show up, they'll shut up. You know what I'm saying? Train in darkness and show up when the lights come on. I don't care what you do, you businessman. I don't care what you do. You train in darkness. Don't tell nobody. And you show up when the lights come on. Say, what happened to you? I'm empowered to prosper. That's what happened to me. <laughs> I got a commanded blessing on my, my <laughs> I got a commanded blessing on my, what happened to you? I went to, what you do? I went to church. What do you mean church? You went where? I had a fighter pilot kid. I tell you about that kid. He went to Emory Riddle over here. His kid, this joker told me I'm going to fly the, the, the fighter jets. You know, some of you guys know what I'm talking about. He went to Emory Riddle. He said, you know what I'm talking about? That kid came. He said, I'm going to fight fighter jets. I'm going to be a fighter pilot all my life. And he told me, he said, you know, there's like 3% in the world can do this because they are like crazy. They bring you to Texas and put you in this machine. If you blink too many times, you're out. Your eyes shape, your eye ain't right, you're out. This guy's microscope. You got to breathe. He went Mach 2 or 3. He called me up. He said, Pastor Chris, he said, I had to breathe. They teach you how to breathe because that G4, they put you in a G suit. 
because you'll, you'll pass out. And the thing compresses you. you got to learn how to breathe. I said, man, really? The kid was struggling every riddle. His grades were all screwed up. I said, shut up with this program and shut up with these jets and shut up and listen to me. He said, okay. Because people don't listen to the desperate. You should listen first. I said, before you do anything, you pick up the Bible. Care about their tests, their programs? I won't hear none of this. Listen to me. I'll show you how to do it. You get up in the morning and you get that Bible and you get in the Word and you stir your spirit man up. And you pray in the Holy Ghost. And then you go to school. And you ask God to help you. That little joker called me up years later. He said, I just went Mach 2 or 3, something like that. I see, he said, I'm flying for the, the, the Air Force. He goes, I'm in a fighter jet. He's protecting us right now. Full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's good to know, right? They try to shoot a rocket. Send the Holy Ghost filled guys up there. They'll figure out where it's going. Pow, pow. I'm telling you the truth. You can't. I don't care. You a lawyer. I don't care. You a doctor. I don't care. You got to go to God first. You want to make that business first? You want to fix them parts? You going to do mortgages? I don't care what you do. You do it with God. He said, whatever you put your hand to, I'll bless it. You understand that? You're the most blessed electrician the world's ever seen, bro. You understand me? I know what some of you do. Hello? I'm blessed. What happens when you put God first? Are you getting me? Now you wake up to God's attention, and then you go to work. You say, what God's going to do there? He's going to bless you out of your mind. What's he going to do? Because you're his partner. You're his partner, Jeannie. You go in there and say, send people all around the world. Go see Jeannie. You want to go around the world? Make her. She can get you out anywhere. Delta couldn't get me out. She got me out. They didn't know what they were doing. I handed the phone. I told you that story. I'm stuck, trapped, can't get out. The lady with the coat came. I said, here, talk to Jeannie. She said, who's Jeannie? I said, Jeannie's the travel agent of the century. Here, talk to Jeannie. I was fixing my golf swing. God knows that thing needs help, right? Me and the guy. We were he played on the thing, and I was doing this against the wall. Try to do that. Lean against the wall. I bet you guys can't do it. Lean against the wall and try to do your swing. It won't work. He fixed me, but it still don't work. But praise be to God. I'm anointed to do other things. They ain't that good neither. Don't let none of these guys lie at you. I don't see none of them on tour. We'll leave it at that. All right. So, all right. So, come on. Stay over here, right? So, I got out. How'd I get out? Give him the phone. What happened? The lady worked there for years. So, Jeannie got me out. The lady with the coat didn't know how to get me out. You're anointed. You walk in that business, you expect the phone to ring. Not by labor. The blessing brings it in. But if you don't know you got a right to it, you're going to labor all your life. Laboring and laboring and laboring and trying to make it work and trying to get it work and trying to get it to work. No, you don't do it. Kick back in the blessing. And go, God, I'm going to rest in you. I'm going to do the due diligence and work hard because you got to work hard. Jesus even said, look at the ant. Don't he work? Get to work. you got to work. But here's the thing. My work and my effort ain't going to produce the blessing, but the blessing will produce the work. You understand what I mean? It'll put you places no one else can put you. It'll do it for you because it wants to do it because that's what it does. See, it's empowering you to prosper. You see it? Now, why? I'll prove it to you. Whole thing is about the blessing because you got cursed when Adam sinned. Did you get that? Now, you got to understand this. Adam's sin jacked up the whole world. Man was born in sin because of Adam. Did you get that? So how am I going to get out of sin? Need a Savior. Galatians 3.13 says this, curse is everyone that hangs on a tree. Jesus came to redeem you with a curse. You know why Jesus was born of a virgin? Had to take the curse. Want to know why Jesus came the way he came? It's all about the curse. I'm showing you a different angle of the cross. If you could see it, it would change your life forever. 
You want to know why Jesus had to be born of a virgin? He's got to be a sacrifice like a lamb going to the slaughter. Wasn't some little Bible story away in a manger? It's about a sacrifice of blood. And he's got to be sacrificed for the world. And that's why he had to be pure and spotless. He couldn't be born like a human's born. Because a human born is born in sin. He had to have the seed of God and the womb of a woman. You understand it? She had to be a perfect woman, a virgin, without spot. Hello? That's why this, what's the miracle about it? Should we can sing songs? No, he's a sacrifice. He's the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. That's why I didn't have no problem with the nails. I know my job. That's why I didn't have no problem with the crown on the head. I, had, I know my job. This is what I'm here for. I don't have to do it, but I willfully do it. And he, when he looked at that cup, he said, not my will, but thine will be done. I'll take it. Not because I want it, because I'll do it. Oh, you better get it. Look at these scriptures now. I'm showing you. It's all about the blessing. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, it's about the blessing. It's about the blessing. Look at your other neighbor. It's about the blessing. It's about the blessing. It's all about the blessing. I'm telling you, I ain't losing my mind. I know exactly what I'm telling you. It's about the blessing. Look what he said there. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into the city of Galilee named Nazareth. Keep going. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And Mary keeps going. Keep going. Here we go. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. You know what that means? Highly favored? You know what that means? Empowered, empowered by grace. Grace hit her life. I don't know. Look at me. Look at me. I don't know why God picked you. I wouldn't have picked some of you, but God picked you. Do you know that? I don't know why God picked you to do what you do, but God did. That's why you don't squander it. I don't know why. I don't know why God picked you to be who you are and do what you do, but God did. He gave you the grace for it. Well, I don't know why God picked you. I have no clue why God picked what he picked. I don't know how God, why God picked me. I don't know why God picked you. And whatever God picked you to do, don't look at it like it's no big deal. It's huge. That's why. I got, how about this? God created you for a purpose. That's the only reason why you're here. Why don't you go discover it? Well, I'm not special. If you breathe, then you are special. God made you for a purpose. Now it's your job to discover, why am I here? Well, my mom and daddy wanted to make me. Your mom and daddy didn't have nothing to do with it. Ain't nobody a mistake. That's the goofiest thing in the world. I'm a mistake. You ain't no mistakes. God don't make mistakes. You on design. So you better figure it out. That's your job. Figure out, what am I here for? That's on you, but you special. I'm telling you, listen to me. He graced her life and said, the Lord is with thee, and blessed are you among women. <sighs> that blessing was tracking them down. Because you got to read this thing. I got to read more for here, and then we're going to go. All right? So just go. And when she saw him, she was troubled, saying, cast her mind. How in the world could this be? She's thinking, this is crazy. How in the world am I going to be of a child when I know no man? Now, I'm going to read kind of quick because I want to kind of like pull some of this in. You guys all right? Just hang in there because we got to get a little bit further ahead. And when, and when, and when she was, look at this, man, she was troubled and cast her mind. And the angel said in her, fear not. You found favor with God. Grace. She got grace. Watch this. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. In the kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said unto the angel, how in the world is going to be? I don't know no man. 
Say, what you're going to get, you're going to get from the Holy Ghost. Don't some of you try to pull that on me. I'm smart enough to know. And the angel answered and said, the Holy Ghost will come upon thee, and the power on high will overshadow thee, and that which will be born shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has conceived a son in her old age, and the sixth month in her age they were called her barren, but no more. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Come on, somebody, you see it? And I just watch this, watch this, watch this. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to your word. Ain't that the truth? Won't some of you start getting like that? Whatever you say in that word, it'll uphold itself to produce in my life. How about we say that? Be according to me according to the word. What the Bible says it could do because nothing's impossible for God. Amen? Stay in the word. Don't let nobody pull you out the word. Watch this, right? According to that word, and Mary arose in those days, and she went into the hill country to Judah quick, and she entered in the house of Zechariah, and Elizabeth saluted her. Now, I want you to see this. This is what I want you to see. i got to get you to see this. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the baby leaped in the womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> this is cool. So you ever get around people where they stir you up, make, you, make, your, make your dream jump? You better hang around those people. You ever get around some people, you get around them, and they start talking, and you feel depressed? You need to get away from them people. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You ever get around some people that make your baby leap? You know what I mean? The vision gets all excited. You, ever get, you get around me long enough, you're going to get excited. I get calm people excited. All you calm people come around me like, hi, Pastor Chris. Hey, hi. I'm calm. After you with me, you're like, woohoo, let's go. That's all right. That's my job. I activate you. Some of you are like, ah, you make me mad. I aggravate you too. All right. Amen. I have the ministry of aggravation. It's in the Bible somewhere. You find it and get back to me. And speak out with a loud voice. Now watch this. Watch verse 42. And she spoke out with a loud voice and said, blessed. She didn't get quiet about it. She seen him. It leaped. She got filled with the Holy Ghost. She got hit with it. The blessing inside of her hit her and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. What's she say? You carrying the blessing. You carrying that blessing in you. And that blessing is going to change the world. Because the blessing got taken off of Adam, and the curse came on us. But now that blessing's back in your belly. And he ain't just a normal baby. This baby's going to put the blessing on mankind. You got to get this now. You got to understand. This blessing went from lineage to lineage. Let me read this to you. I'm going to show it to you. You're all going to get it. You understand it. And you can run around the room and shout or whatever you want. Right? Now watch this, right? Look at this. And whence is it to me that the mother of thy Lord shall come unto me? Watch this. Watch this. For lo, as soon as the voice, of you, I heard your voice in mine ear, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Now watch verse 45. And blessed is she that believed. Oh, ho, 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 ho. this is a crazy message, man. But I believe. For there shall be a performance. <laughs> I'm going to fall out. Of those things which were told from the Lord. He said he could perform what you believe he said. He could perform this blessing. Now you got to see this. Where did the blessing come from? The blessing came from Abraham. Okay? But now you got to understand something. Adam lost the blessing. Remember I was telling you this? And you got to get this. I tried to tell him in the morning service. You got to see what happened. When the blessing left Adam's life, okay, because Adam committed sin, curse came on the earth. 
Remember when Noah was there? God said, curse all these people. Let them die. He flooded the earth. Remember that? He killed everybody. Why? Man was wicked. Not out of choice, but God's not evil, but man was wicked. He said, if you let this thing go on, it's going to be an abomination. They were crazy. So what did he do? He took them out. But Noah carried the blessing. What did he say? He's a man of righteousness. And Noah and his eight, eight people made it. Right? When Noah, now watch this. Where's the blessing got to come from? Adam lost it. The blessing had to hit Noah. When the blessing hit Noah, what happened? The Bible said fermentation. I don't know. Noah got drunk. Whether he got drunk on right or wrong, I don't know. I'm not a scholar. But they said fermentation hit the earth. He didn't know it. That's why Noah got drunk. It was a one-time thing. I agree with it. Whatever. But what happened? Ham, Shem, and Japheth. I know these words sound funny, but you better get this because it's all part of the blessing. Every story you read is part of the blessing. What's the big deal? He's naked. Expose him. Two boys said, nah. Let me tell you right here now. Shem, okay, because I'm going to go slow, okay? And Japheth covered his nakedness. Walked in backwards with a sheet and never wanted to see their daddy's nakedness. Hem thought it was cute, came out running, talking about it, and he was cursed. But the baddest thing of all was this. He wasn't cursed. Cana, who came out of him, was cursed. And the generations there to come been cursed for the rest of their life. And you've been fighting the Canaanites. Now, hear me. Why is that so important? Japheth walked away from it, but Hem, Shem, kept it. Shem kept the blessing. I don't know how or why, but he did. It goes from generation to generation. Shem takes it all the way out. Scholarly, they think this. I ain't going to get into all that because you got Jewish tradition, says a lot of stuff. They believe that thing came through the lineage of Melchizedek when he showed up and blessed Abraham, and Abraham blessed him and gave him tithe. That's too deep to get into right now. Just know this. It had to go through the bloodline. Now watch this. Why does that make sense? Because here comes Isaac. You want to see something? I'm going to set you straight. You ready for this? Now hang on. Why does Joseph got to get sold in slavery and almost destroyed? If it wasn't for Reuben, he wouldn't have been dead. Reuben said, don't kill him, sell him. Now you look at Joseph, looks like a whole lot of hell, don't it? It was about the blessing. Israel was void of God. But Joseph kept it. He seen it a dream. He said, I see you bow down to me. They freaked out and tripped out and wanted to quit. But what did he do? He went and quit. And he carried the blessing so much so that when Joseph showed up in Potiphar's house, Potiphar recognized the blessing on him. He even said he's blessed. He said, give him the best job I got. There's something on this guy that brings favor on him. He had a dream, the butler and the baker. Hello? The dream gave him a revelation of who God was and put favor on him. When they came back and remembered the dream, favor brought him up to the top to become the second most powerful man in the earth. But the biggest thing of all was the blessing was on him. Are you seeing it now? Joseph don't look like crazy no more. Oh, you don't like that one? How about Job? Well, Job just went through the ringer. No, Job didn't go through the ringer. Job hang on to the blessing. Okay, preacher, prove it. Easy. He was blessed Rich and had overflowed. The devil came and destroyed everything Job had. And what was the number one thing they told him to do? Curse God. He said, I ain't cursing God. As long as I don't cuss him with my mouth, 
not four-letter words. As long as I don't cuss him with my mouth, I can keep the blessing out of my mouth. Though he slay me, yet I'm still going to give him praise. Why? Because if I can keep my mouth right, I can keep this blessing on my life. I don't care what man made it look like. If you can keep your mouth right, that blessing can't leave your life. So Joseph's pain was about keeping the blessing on the family. You better get this because we got to get all the way from Genesis to Revelation, and we got to get the blessing that Abraham got over there because Adam jacked it all up because of disobedience. We got to get it to come till it can hit the cross, and that's exactly what the whole Bible's all about. I'm going to take it, and here we go. Hello, Abraham. Will you believe? I'm a little jacked up. He's a little liar. He's a little messed up, but God can use him, amen, and he said, I believe, and it went right from Abraham. Okay, good. Isaac, come on. It stood in there, right? Noah, come on. It stood in there, right? Jacob, it stood in there. Hello? Isaac, it stood in there. Hello? Job, it stood in there. Hello? Joseph, it stood. What? To get all the way through to get to that manger. Because it came through. Oh, you don't like David? I'm a lonely man. I'm messed up. I'm alone. David's a mess. But guess what David did? He brought the lineage of Jesus into the earth. Hello? And that's why the pain had no problem. The guy wrote Psalms. It looked like he was losing his mind. I'm, I'm, de I'm depressed. I'm shot out. I don't even know where you are, God. I've been in hell. Your presence was there. I've been everywhere. God, oh God, oh God, help me, God. And guess what he did? He carried the blessing all the way through till we can get to a manger. Uh, hello? And that Jesus. Jesus could be born carrying that blessing on the inside of him to transform your and my life forever. It's all about the blessing. So it's about. Now watch this. Why you got to go through what you got to go through? I don't know. But I tell you what the byproduct of it is. Keep the blessing on your life. Why Joseph have to go through? I don't know. Keep the blessing on his life. Why, why, why Daniel have to go keep the blessing on? Why? Why keep the blessing? Why Job keep the blessing? Why David keep the blessing? Keep the blessing. Keep the blessing on your family. If you ain't doing it for you, you might be doing it for generations to come. I don't know. Grandma just said you blessed. I just believe her. Keeping the blessing on your life. I don't care about the pain. I've seen the promise. Keep the blessing. Hey, Job, curse God. No way. I ain't cursing God. Because if I could keep that word of power in my mouth, I could change my situation. Woo! The thing that got me in trouble, because Job said this. He said, show me where I've erred with my words. I'm not going to say what I want to say. I'm going to say what the blessing says. I'm going to say what the Bible says. Jesus, why are you here? Why'd you come in a manger? Why'd you come the way you came? Why'd you come as a, sin Why'd you come as a, a sinless man? I got to take the curse. Galatians chapter 3, look at it. We're going to close with this. Galatians 3, you can read it in verse 13. Just, just see it. Now, when you see it, don't get nervous about it. Just embrace it. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. You can play. Christ has redeemed us from the, Christ, Christ has redeemed us from the, so why did he come? To take the curse. So why was he born the way he was born? 
had to be the perfect sacrifice to take the curse. So let me ask you a question. Was the curse just to get you to heaven? No. What's redemption? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Peace on earth. Goodwill toward men. That's the message, man. Peace on earth. What do you mean peace on earth? There was no peace on earth. There's turmoil in the earth until Jesus. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Let the blessing be on you. The blessing produces peace because you enter into rest. See it? The blessing produces peace because you enter into rest. Without the blessing, you can't find no rest. You run to and fro throughout the earth finding nothing. But when you get that blessing on your life, you just love to say, praise the Lord. Blessed. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. But Jesus, Jesus, now listen, listen now. You got to get this. Other people had been crucified before. Correct? But what were they crucified for? For the punishment of their sins. Jesus was a guilt, guilty by what? Not because of what he did, but he was guilty because of what you and I did. So he was the sacrifice for our sin. That's why everything went down the way it went down. Because somebody had to pay the price for mine and your sin. Christ redeemed us from, now get this. Christ redeemed us from the curse. How did he get the curse of the law on him? He just took it upon him? It was placed on him. You say you're, what was over his head? You are king of the Jews. Who do you say that you are? He said, he said you say Abraham's your father. Before Ab- decades before Abraham, he said, if you knew who Abraham was, you'd worship me. But you're too dense to know who I am. He said, you say you king of the Jews. He said, that's who you say that I am. And he was what? He was guilty. He was guilty because of the transgression that came on man. Not because of what he did. He took it on him. And he took the curse upon him on the cross. That whole baby scene all the way up, spotless, sinless sacrifice, all about the curse. Everything he taught was what? What did he do in Luke 4, 18? He gets up in the gospel account, opens up the book of the gospels, and he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He walked down the middle of the aisle of the church probably, opened up the book of the Bible, and said the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. The poor didn't hear no gospel. They were living under the law. They were cursed and doomed without God with no hope. And he goes in Luke 4, 18, opens up the Bible. Luke 4, 18, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me, my God, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance unto the captives and the recovery to sight of the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of Jubilee, all your joy coming back, everything coming back. And look at it, read the next verse. And he closed the book and he gave it to the minister and said, what? Sat down. Woo, that's the place you've been sitting. Sit down. And after seven days, God sat down, not because he was tired, but he was done. He took the place of rest. Come on. And what? And all the eyes were on him in the synagogue were fastened upon him. 
And he said, and he began, this day, this scripture has been fulfilled in your ears. I'm the living word. I'm the prophecy of Isaiah, and I'm ready to manifest myself. I'm ready to manifest myself. I'm ready to manifest myself. Walk in the office. Okay. He came to, go back to Galatians 3, 13. I'm done. Redeem me from an accursed of the law, being made a curse for me. Cursed to everyone that hangeth on a tree. Why? 14. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The blessing of Abraham. What was that? That was the undoing of the curse. Well, what's the curse? Everything written therein within the law. Poverty, sickness, spiritual death, lack, pressure, everything, 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 everything. Here, you want to know what the curse is? Everything that's not of faith. That's why you stay in faith. Don't leave faith. Don't leave your beliefs. Stay in what you believe. God can change anything. All things are possible to him that believes. The whole reason why we celebrate Christmas is because, you see, you want to know why it's joyful? See, confess, all the stuff we teach you without understanding why doesn't keep you at a level of understanding. You want to know why you confess the word? It's part of your blessing. Want to know why you say what God says? Part of your blessing. Want to know why you give? Part of my blessing. Want to know why I do what I do? Part of the blessing. Want to know why you forgive? I'm staying in the blessing. Want to know why you turn the other cheek sometimes? I'm staying in the blessing. All this stuff trying to get you out of blessing, don't you leave. Don't you leave that blessing, you stay in there. Don't you leave that blessing, you stay in there. Everybody say, your friends, all your friends and some of your relatives are crazy. Let me tell you that right here now. Why you do what you do? I'm staying in the blessing, bro. You want to play games and go to church, you go do what you want to go do. You better tell me something, preacher. You better preach me somewhere. I like, I like going to my, we got three hymns and a hymnal, and they put numbers on the board. Tell me what, shut up. Grandma went there, bought a pew. Leave the pew and make a move. And get where you understand who you are. You understand it? You got this blessing on your life. You're hardwired to it. I'm done. You're hardwired in a blessing. Now here, though, here's responsibility. Here's, your, here's my Christmas gift. You ready? It's your responsibility now. What you mean? It's your responsibility to maintain the blessing. Everything. They try. That's why Joseph, Joseph in a dungeon crying. Why don't you leave it? Nah, I got to hang on. David on the other side, give up. Nope. Job, cuss, cuss God and quit. I don't care if he kills me. Though he slay me, yet I'm going to give him praise. Don't let this blessing out your mouth. And you're going to get better at it, and you're going to learn. And next year, you better get ready. Dominion. You are God. You know what you are when you walk in the earth? You, you've been, you got dominion. You know what dominion? You are a godlike creature. The devil is freaking out. You think, man, what you mean? The devil is freaking out. He sees you. Sick freaks out when he sees you. You understand me? Because you're going to understand who you are. Dominion. You, got, you, are, you, are, you know what that is? A God-dominated man in the earth. A God-dominated woman. How dare you? I'm telling you right now, you're going to start carrying yourself. You're going to walk around. Lack? You better get out of my way. Don't you know? The earth starts shaking when you start showing up. Now, right now, you ain't shaking it yet. When you're done with, I'm done with you, 
you're going to shake it a little. You are, I got dominion, dominion over fish in the sea, dominion in the air. The devil's looking for a place to hide. I'm telling you, that joker, we're going to tell on him, he's going to be scared of you. You say, he's going to be scared? He's going to be scared of you because you're going to walk with dominion. There's going to be a pep in your step, a glide in your stride. You're going to ask something. You're going to walk. You're going to, you're going to speak a thing and expect to see a thing. You're going to say it and expect to see it. You're going to proclaim it and believe it and expect to manifest it. You're going to, I'm telling you what's going to happen. Dominion and power, authority, all that stuff, it's going to hit you. You're like, why ain't it working right now? You don't know who you are yet. You don't know who you are yet. You don't know who you are yet. You know who you are based on religion. I'm going to tell you based upon the blessing, amen. You're going to walk like, my God in heaven, you better back up and watch out. The blessing, there's a blessing in me. This ain't hype. There's a blessing in me. I've been empowered to prosper. Isaac, you got to, like, unplug me. <laughs> Let me go. Unplug me. Isaac showed up in the famine. Oh, you got to It's a desert. And God said, put the seed in the ground there. What? It's a dump, God. Nah, 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 nah. That earth's cursed. But once the blessing hits the curse, the curse got to give up the seed. It's got to give up the seed. And he said he got a hundredfold <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. That blessing works everywhere. I live in, I don't care where you live. I don't care. I'm in a third world country. I don't care. If this gospel can't work here, it can't work there, then it can't work nowhere. But it works because the word works. He upholds everything by the power of his word. You are an archetype, a prototype of heaven. You have the archetype spirit. Same in the DNA. I'm going to tell you right here now, everybody stand up and just get me. I got to go home. I stay here all day, care less about Christmas. I'll preach right from now to Easter. Look, look, get what I'm saying. Get what I'm saying. You are God in the earth. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week.